Hello, thank you for starting this episode of Solidarity Podcast. I'm here to announce to you that there is some graphic content ahead. We are talking about sex, so you may want to put some headphones in, you may want to put your children away in a cupboard. (laughs) I knew that was going to get you. Take whatever means necessary to protect the ears and the eyes, well, just ears, of the innocent around you. You might hear words like penis. Probably just right now. I don't. Yeah, that was the only time. (laughs) That was the only time. Thank Uh, you so much for listening and enjoy. Enjoy. (laughs) Sex podcast. (laughs) No, that's the intro. Back to what I was saying, I think, I, I still think you probably, you guys have some of you of sex being this holy thing, which I still think maybe needs to be diminished more. Hmm. And I, not that I don't think sex is maybe a holy act. No, Just kidding. Um, but I think there's so much imperfection, so much like yeah. people that are flawed that's like, we're not holy, kind of. I mean, we're. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I said yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. That's I'm just gonna thinking. go with people that are insecure, flawed, a lot of fears, all these things. It's it's this thing. It's like. Keep, keep. I would. I don't know. I, I guess you can say it depends what your your definition of holy is in the midst of sex. You know what I'm saying? So maybe it's a holy act act of. Or should be a holy act of love and grace and forgiveness and all these things. But I think a lot of times, it's, it's just not, not that. That's yeah. not what it is. Yeah. And I believe that. So, and it ends up not being that. Yeah. Um, so, here's what I'll, what I'll say is, from my relationship with my wife, when it first started being these things of like, okay, there's this person I want to love. And so, the first year, year and a half or two years, all I did was like, okay, I'm going to be that person who like, cleans the house, cooks more, does all the things you're supposed to do to, like, make the, in a sense, like, get this person to, like, feel loved and maybe the magical sparks will happen, those romantic sparks and this, like, sexual intimacy will, like, work. And the more I pursue that, the trying to be, and, you know, like, I was a very kind, good person, you know, in the beginning of the relationship, of trying to do that, and none of it worked. None of it did. All those things I did, because I was trying to make this person change their view of things when that's it wasn't my job, you know. And so how does this relate to sex? Then? Well, no. So what I'm saying is, after these couple years, I had this like this huge like supernatural shift of like, man, I have been trying to please other people my whole life. I've been trying to love people in the sense to be loved. Yeah, yeah. And so I did that. But I realized I didn't really love myself. Like, I really didn't know what that meant. Yeah. And so, in the last year, I've been on this journey of knowing how to love myself. And I've kind of shut the door a little bit to loving other people because I was like, how can I love other people if I can't love myself? And because of it, 
kind of been an asshole to people. Like, I'm not even joking. I, I've been someone an asshole. Um, but but I've learned but I've learned a lot about okay I have these insecurities I have these things going on and these things need to change so I can love someone and I and still this day I, I still don't understand quite what it really means to love because it's really been morphed because of the way I've been raised um, so real quick but yeah. just because I'm curious how this relates to sex are you trying to say basically that just it's not I, everything's messy so what I'm going to say is I think like the simplicity the church, for example, I think they said, oh, wait, you know, save yourself for marriage. Yeah, all these acts, absolutely. all these rules, do these things. And I think really what it is, internal work is like, no, find healing. You, before you even like get in a relationship or marriage or, or having sex, like you realize, man, you're a person who's all these things that needs healing, needs Jesus to change. That's what your focus needs to be on. Yeah. Not on this like holy grail or this sex or this marriage. But or like, like how how well you can perform. Perform, those yeah, your act, or how how romantic you can be, or all these little things to get this person to have this magical experience. It's like no, it's like comes down to like, man, I'm a person who's like, there's a lot of like lies mm. in my head. There's a lot of th- fears. There's a lot of things that like yeah. they just need to literally get out of me. And the only way it can happen is through, I believe, through God yeah. healing you, and that's a journey in itself. Yeah. But I think once I've done more of that, our relationship has gotten better sexually. Yeah. And it's not because I've been like this person who's been like, sometimes I still think I'm probably more of an asshole than I was in the beginning. Yeah. I feel like things are getting better. Yeah. And it's like, what's what's up with that? You know? But. That's, Saving yourself from marriage didn't make your marriage any better. It almost what it sounds like you're saying. Like the fact that you saved yourself from marriage regarding sex. Yeah. Um, is not what is going to lead to a great marriage. Yes, it's, or a great sex life. It is doing internal work, relate, unrelated maybe No matter who sex, you are, yeah. no matter someone who's lost their virginity, no matter someone whatever, but not that I'm saying... That, so I guess my perspective on... I know Danny's probably perspective is more of, you know, you can have sex or not or whatever. It's fine. So I agree with this, but then I guess so. I don't think that's the... I don't think Bridge and I are under any sort of illusion that sex is going to magically... Like, because we're saving ourselves from marriage, I don't think, oh my gosh, like, because of that, my sex life is going to be perfect. Like, I don't think that. No, like, I, That's not what I, I think I, There's all. no way to know. Right. Yeah, and, and no know, yeah. So I think a better yeah. question is, like, why do you have sex? So <laughs> That's a good a, question. Right? That's so, a question I still have, do not know. Why should we have sex? Or why, no, why do, do we? you have sex? Because we have a sexual drive. I think, honestly, yeah, this is like, this is, <laughs> well, I have a pee pee. Um, if, if I may. Um, for procreation, yeah. Uh, wait, well, back, well, I, I want to kind of tra- backtrack a little bit. And then I want to say for both of your No, Danny, why do you have sex? sex. That's why, I, I, why do I have sex? Because it feels throat. good, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, there are times... That I'm lonely, um, and I want to feel not lonely. I think there are times when it just feels... But isn't... Okay, sorry. Sure, you can go. But I would... Go ahead. <laughs> I'm honestly, like, I, I want to feel something. I want to feel connected to somebody. Yeah. Sometimes, honestly, I just want to orgasm. I don't know if that's... I don't know how to say that. Like, <laughs> that's how you say it. That's how you say it. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I could go home and masturbate. But, like, I, I want to connect with someone and orgasm. I think there are issues... At least on a, for me, and I think probably for a lot of men, there are, there are these questions of like, how man am 
I, I, I can even say that that's not a legitimate or um, a very healthy way to think, but it's true that 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 there are these questions of like, oh man, like I'm not getting, and all these other guys are like, so there are these ways where like I validate my masculinity through um, having sex with someone, so that is a reason. And if you're not having sex, I think we still do this through like how many like girls at my Bible study like want to talk to me after you know like there's still <laughs> so. Um, but I guess this, this is what I, I will say is like, uh, to me, all that is like, at some level, okay. Like, I, I can say that the it is probably not healthy for me to validate my masculinity through having sex. Yeah. Um, and then another level, I think it's completely okay. And this is this is what I mean by that. Let's take grades for example. In the context of trying to go to Harvard, it is not okay to get an F. Right. Like an F is a not good grade. I would never say that that, that is a good job. Just at Harvard. Or anywhere, really. In, at any level, an F is a bad grade. Yeah. However, um, so it's not okay to get an F. However, if someone came to me and said, I got an F, I would say, that's okay. Right? So it, it's it's okay to fail, I think. Um, it's a, In other words, like there are things that are that are not okay in, in a certain context. But in the larger context of what it means to be human, it's okay. Um, there are things where it's like, you shouldn't have done that. But the fact that you did that doesn't, it, it's not as, as um, I, I don't know, it's not as big a deal, you know? Like, so if you're on a diet and you're trying to eat healthy, it's not okay to eat junk food. But if someone came to me and said, hey, I, I'm on this diet, man, and like, I just feel so bad. Like, I don't even know how to tell this to you. Like, what, what? I ate a junk food. And I'd be like, it's okay. You know, and I, I think that, that, so all I have to say, like, I think that there are, this is one of my biggest frustrations with with Christendom is I think that there's no um, there's not a lot of freedom to be human. Um, I think there's or, or I think there's like a even even if we, we would say it openly I feel like there's these like subcontexts and I'm not saying anyone's like perpetuating this but there's these like layers where it's like that really put on this pressure that you have to be more than but to be human is to make mistakes. And I think that it's a thing that, like, I think God understands that we don't understand. So there's even a psalm that says, like, he knows our frame. He remembers that we're just dust. And I don't think that is an excuse to sin. Um, I said sin in quotes because we all get to of what sin is. But, but I think that it's this sense of, like, we all make mistakes. Like, we all have beliefs that are, we all operate out of out of shame sometimes. Why do I post on Instagram? Uh, because of pride, mm. because of insecurity. So all the same reasons. Like so, but no one is going to come to me and and hold me accountable to Instagram because it's so normalized. Um, so why is it so heavy with regard to sex? So I think I think we just have it at a pedestal. It's like no, you. So in to get Christian, like in Romans, like it lists all these sins and like. And at the end of Romans 1, and it does talk about sex, but at the end there's this list. And in this list, there's like all these other like heart sins, like pride and, and envy. I think we do those all the time every day on Instagram, right? Like I get on Instagram and I envy people. I get on there and I put the best pictures of me online, right? I get on Instagram um, and I, I like pride myself in like this thing that I went on a trip to Hawaii. And I think, so it's like, I just feel like we have this imbalance where we see certain things as not very weighty and other things as so weighty. Mm -hmm. um, and so I guess that's like my view is like, 
why do I have sex? Well, sometimes it's not the most healthy thing, right? But but life is messy, and I think I can understand that, like, man, sometimes you, we do things that we shouldn't have done. Sometimes we do things we didn't mean to do. Um, sometimes we do things, and whatever, it's just okay. I don't know. I think there's just a way for me, like, in my brain, where it's all kind of normal. So, this is interesting. No, sorry. Yeah. It's interesting. I feel like, um, I'm trying to, like, break this down, but... <laughs> Because there's a lot, but I, yeah, it's interesting because I feel like the metaphors that you kind of like alluded to, all those are like equating sex or like the kind of, I think, sex that you're finding having with failure. Hmm. Like that's kind of, so you're like, okay, great. If you get an F, right? Yeah. If you're trying to diet and you eat the Twinkie, right? Sure. If you do something your dad doesn't want you to do, you're in trouble, whatever. But you have all these. No positives. You have no, yeah, it's like all kind of like you're already automatically equating it with being negative. Mm. And then in addition, I think there's an important difference too between like, I think you have to look at like, so let's use like the diet one, right? Yeah. So I'm on a diet, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm like, hey, personal trainer, I ate the Twinkie. Yeah. You're like, that's okay, you know, like yeah. things happen, life happens, you mess up, or you know, but you just hit the gym, you know, you try, you try hard, blah, blah, blah. The next day, mm-hmm. hey, I ate another Twinkie. The next day, hey, another Twinkie. Like at some point, you're you're not actually attempting to change. Yeah. When if you think there is a change, well, which in this sure. in these metaphors, you are kind of saying that you're sure. you, you messed up, and you just keep failing, and then, then that's okay sure. because it is what it is. I guess I'm I'm I see what you're saying. That's actually really interesting. Um, I think <laughs> I didn't think of that. I think but I guess what, what I'm trying to do, address it depends if it depends if you think sex is wrong. See, so here's the thing. I don't. I don't entirely, but I'm trying to address yeah. the idea that um, I think a faith community would see all the, essentially all the mm-hmm. sex I've ever had as wrong. So I guess I'm addressing it under that context. The reality is, is I don't, I think there were, I can, so for example, there was one time when I was like legitimately very depressed. I was in China um, and, and I was just really depressed, like. And I remember, like, journaling, and you should read my journal, and it was so morbid, so, like, bleak, so, like, hopeless. And that night, like, I met this girl, uh, and, like, we exchanged numbers or whatever, and blah, 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 and we kind of had this chemistry. And then I think, like, two days later, a day later, like, she came over, and we met out, and then we ended up having sex. And I I can say, no one would believe me, I think, in a faith community, but I, I feel like that healed me. Like, so I can say, like, my... Um, the fact that someone was willing to go there with me, like, made me feel better, to put it simply. Like, and, and it didn't, like, it's not like three days later I felt, like, I felt bad about what I did. Like, I legitimately, like, just felt good again. Like, and, and that, I think even since then, like, it just hasn't been, like, something about, so I guess to say, like, there are, like, positive experiences where it's not all negative, but I'm trying to address the idea that it's all negative, well, that that everything, all the sex I've had has been illegitimate. I would say, like, even to that person, um, I don't know. I can I still think that they're it's okay. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because sorry again, while I'm like processing and everything, but yeah, I'm just thinking. To me, a lot of this feels kind of like contradictory. If I'm being honest, sure. Like within my own speech, kind of like, like within... kind of with 
because you and Chris, I think, are somewhat to some extent on the same page. Yeah. And so I think there's. I was gonna I was gonna break it down real quick of like one like a more positive thing. So like, I would say, the thing that essentially the question was, why do we have sex? And I would say to connect. But I think we a lot of times people will leave it. That's the one thing that we connect. But I think instead of making sex of we connecting sex, connecting everything. It's like, you know, we connect, we go on a hike, we're connecting, we're eating food together, we're connecting. That is epitome of a relationship of having oneness with someone. And I think a lot of times people make the connection in the sexual realm only. Or this is the time where we're going to connect and have this like amazing like experience. Really connect. To really connect. When really, no, you really did connect and all these other things. That yeah. is, that, that's why I bring down sex down to this thing. Is like, it's the thing you do. Yeah. And it can be amazing. Yeah. Just like anything else can be amazing. I track and, and with you. With the, yeah. the word holy, I would say like sex can be holy as can eating a meal can be holy. With someone as holy. As can yeah. reading a book together can be holy. Like, so mm-hmm. I think, yes, it is true. Like, like that. sex is a holy thing or can be a holy thing. So it can work. So it can watching TV together. Like, yeah. So it can yeah. like, and so I guess I think both Chris and I are basically just from our experiences yeah. trying to say like that it's like it's still really high up here. I think for most in the Christian world, and it's like maybe it's just it's a normal thing that can be awesome, just like anything else can be yeah. great. Just like you know. So I I think that it's not simple. Yeah. Is the thing it's sure. not. It's not all the way up here or all the way down here, right? Like, yeah. I think it's More it's powerful, yeah. you know, and natural, yeah. right? Like, and I think that that's okay. Yeah. I think, Danny, what I'm hearing a lot from you mm-hmm. is, like, I have sex to find value, yeah. right? And everyone does something to find value, yeah. you know? Well, this is this is what I was trying to get at. This is where it feels a little bit like what's being said for Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if the if the idea is that like like Bridget and I expressing like I I really don't think of saving myself for marriage again as like now the sex is gonna be so much more satisfying, so much yeah. more like perfect, so much more anything. But then you're like I'm kinda hearing this perspective of and I'm not I'm like not trying to call you out at all. Sure. Obviously. Go ahead. I'm just expressing that this is like a little I think confusing, like but then you're kind of expressing like I felt healed. Yeah. You know, I felt like I felt like, you know, um, I don't even like, I think the identity thing, like that is kind of what I'm hearing as well. So then I feel like from your perspective, like this is, this is really how, this is why I think like a lot of people do start putting sex on a pedestal is because that idea of you will be fulfilled through sex. That I felt healed through sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or in fulfilled well, and like in that yeah, kind of thing. And I sure. think that's what we're saying is we don't ultimately think, I don't think well, of sex being like that. Yeah. I think it's yeah. beautiful and I think. It, I think that the idea of oneness that's that's very like much what I'm looking yeah. forward to but but not just through sex exactly yeah. and so that's that's where I'm kind of it, that's kind of like interesting to me what I'm hearing because it does yeah. feel like wait 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 you know like that's not what it's I not was powerful saying. but yeah. it healed me I, yeah right and I, I guess what I would say and I yeah that's super great question I think um, maybe to clarify like I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, in that moment, like, this experience, like, helped just get me out. It did not heal me, like, oh, I was just, like, healed forever. And I would also say that it didn't heal me more than a bike ride could have. 
or more than going to have food could have like it yeah i'm just saying like it didn't it didn't hurt me i think because like the the idea was that i was like saying like all these only negative things about sex and so i was trying to give like say something positive it did not heal me like ultimately i'm just saying like in that for that day like i was really depressed and that for some reason that pulled me out of it for that day and then it just continued like so when you mean by healed, you mean you, it changed your perspective or changed your belief or what do you mean by healing? Yeah, I guess I, I that was a really strong word to use. Um, but uh, <laughs> okay, can I can I frame it for a second? Yeah. Okay, you had been having sex in this way that made you feel ashamed, and you thought, based off of what I've ever learned about sex uh-huh. and what I've been taught about sex, what I've done is awful uh-huh. and I am worthless. Uh-huh. But now somebody who is not a prostitute uh-huh. wants to have sex with me for me yeah. because mm-hmm. we have chemistry and I'm valued here. Yeah. And now was that the first time that that had happened? So, I mean, like since all of the shame. Yeah. No. So I had already had like two girlfriends before. Okay. Who I had sex with. Um, but for some reason. This... I was just depressed. Like I've struggled with depression yeah. in my life um, on and off. And at this time I was living in China like alone yeah. with my family. So. It, um, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like this was like the first positive or like the first non-paid for sex. It, but it wasn't. It was. Yeah. Um, it was more that. Uh, I was just feeling low, like, and huh. and I will say, was it was, was and I will she... say even some of that lowness had to do with my masculinity, but it wasn't. It didn't that I could tell had to do with the fact that I had, had sex with prostitutes. It had more just just in general the same. I still sometimes feel this now, and I felt this long before. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the whole singleness thing, right? Like, yeah. nobody picks me, right? Um, yeah. And so, um, and this girl did. I, I remember thinking, like, do I have any impact in the world? Like, do women, like how do people view me? And yeah. and, and this woman found me attractive, and and, and I her. And, um, and, uh, and so I guess... I'm trying to think of another word than healed, but it, it just like, I know. in that moment, it pulled me out, right? Yeah. The same way that um, if a good friend had just called me out of the blue and said, hey, like, how's it going? And then after that, I felt great. And then like, for some reason, I just like picked up. And so I guess I'm just trying to like throw in that okay. I've had sexual experiences and it wasn't just like, and then afterwards I was shame. Like I, I had sexual experience, experience that was just a positive yeah. experience and I can't really say that there's negative yeah. to it that I can see. Well, it just sounds like what's happening a lot, like, I think the thing that's intriguing about having this conversation mm-hmm. is that we're going, we're, we're going, let's talk about, let's talk about sex. Yeah. Let's talk about singleness. Yeah. And then let's also talk about Christianity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and that makes it like this many layered thing yeah. for one. And I feel like talking about our experiences or lack of experience, I don't want it to be for us proof of what is right or wrong right we're not trying to come to some conclusion about it right i'm really this i think this conversation is really cool and really interesting i think what i would say to even lean a little bit more towards the singleness stuff because that is why yes we're doing this podcast in general right like is that i felt like there wasn't content out there for me as a single person Um, I thought there was a lot of Christian content and I roll my eyes at half of it and the other half I'm like, okay, cool. 
But a lot of it is about waiting culture, like wait, 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 wait. And I think that that seeps into a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. When you're married, you can be who you really are and you can have your goals and you can start to be a real adult. Like that's what it feels like happens in Christian culture. And I just don't even have that mindset. Like I'm like, like I will wait to experience sex in all of its bad things and all of its good things in marriage. Um, I mean, hopefully, hopefully I'll wait. That's, that's my goal. Okay. That's my, I'm working out at the gym. Yeah. I don't want to have a Twinkie. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. My goal, because, because to me it's powerful. And then also there will be the days that it, you know, and maybe it's most days that it's just so normal. And I will, most of my life though, because like even what you're talking about is like you connect over food, you connect hiking, like you connect going, traveling, right? Like you connect in really going through bad scenarios, right? With people. So I walk around this world mm-hmm. and I see that sex is something that's a, that's a status symbol. Like, like if you are getting that, that says that you're worthy of mm-hmm. love. For sure. I also see that like being in a relationship of some kind, whether it's, yeah. you know, monogamous, whether it's married or not means that you're worthy of love. Yeah. And I think to myself, when, then when do I get loved? Right? Like as a single person, yeah. how will I ever get loved? And so adding the layer of the Christian culture on top of it just means Mm. that like, then I can't, I have to wait and I have to wait until I can like finally have love and affection in my life. And the thing is, I really don't believe that. I believe that I can connect with people on such a deep level and like that we can be vulnerable with each other and we can give worth and value to each other in really healthy ways Mm -hmm. outside of marriage, you know, and Danny one time a couple years ago, I got really mad at you mm. because I wanted to hang out with you, uh-huh. but you were like trying to be like, you're trying to figure out and navigate dating. Uh-huh. You know, one of my friends, Yeah, you're like, I don't know if we should hang out one-on-one. And uh-huh. I'm like, Danny, it's fine. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, if we hang out because I'm just wanting to connect with you in a normal, yeah. healthy way. Right. Uh-huh. And I was really mad because what it sounded like, and, and you heard this from me, we talked yeah, about this, but it, it was like, all that, all the singleness stuff is thrown into it, right? Like mm-hmm. where it's like, you're a threat because you're single. Yeah. You can't have my, mm. my affection or my, and non-romantic affection, right? Yeah. Like non-romantic love. You can't have it, you know, for the sake of this other person because mm. of their jealousy or whatever. Yeah. Right. And I, yeah. and I think that's a shame. It's a shame that like in our worlds, people don't connect more deeply on friendship and like, yeah like ways that we need each other really deeply Mm. as friends. And I just hear a lot of people preach a lot of BS about sex, sexuality, relationships, men's and women's roles, right. In the church. And I'm not, I'm not trying to like have this non-Christian point of view. I'm trying to say, don't tell me to wait because I've decided of my own accord. Yeah. How sex will be in my life. Right. Mm, But also please stop telling me that I don't have access to love, which I do think we all need. Right. Yeah. And I think that like, what I appreciate about you, Danny, is that you're saying like, you're being so honest about why you do yeah. what you do. Mm-hmm. And you're even saying like, you're not sugarcoating anything is what I'm, I'm thinking. There's uh-huh. something really beautiful and raw about that. Uh-huh. I mean, that's like classic you, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, um, <laughs> classic you. But, you know, and I, I think people out there, so I imagine mostly Christians listen to this, to be honest. Yeah. But like, if there's any, I have a couple non-Christian friends, right? Like, but they, 
I want that. Just a couple non-Christian, just two. No. <laughs> I know, I know a couple non-Christian <laughs> friends that listen to this. Really, what I'm saying, and yeah. and I don't actually don't even know what they think about sex or if they've had it, right? Like, yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah, and like what they think Christians think, and I wonder sometimes if my non-Christian friends like have all these assumptions about what Christians believe because of like the the dominant Christian culture, right? Mm. And I'm like, that's so different than what actually is going on inside me. Yeah. You know, or like what I would say is going on inside Kelly, like, and I'm like, man, I just wish that people could hear healthy views or yeah. like even friends that are healthy, right? Yeah. So anyway, I know I just said a lot of things, but what I'm trying to do is bring it back to this idea of like singleness and and the idea of like, yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't feel ashamed of, of sex or your story of sex, yeah. right? Mm, yeah. And I don't think shame comes from God. Yeah. But I also believe that like a life lived with God in you changes you and not mm. to make you superhuman, but to make you able to do things that you, Danny, without God cannot do, you know, mm. like that's something yeah. I believe. So self-control, right? Yeah. <laughs> we know mm. that to be a fruit of the spirit or it's a part yeah. of the fruit of the spirit, right? Yeah. And it's not self-control to say, I need to get this thing fulfilled in my flesh, yeah. right? And like, I will have a fulfilled life. I will know that I am worth loving mm-hmm. if I die without ever having sex, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's truth. Like, across the board, it should be truth. Yeah. That if you're out there listening, you are worth loving no matter what your story is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think the reason I have freedom is because I have freedom from having to seek out my worth and value on my own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think we have a responsibility to each other. Yeah. Which is what? To love each other really well. Yeah. Yeah. What I would say to, like, to just take it out, like, strip off the faith or whatever, like, just yeah. speaking to single people. Yeah. Uh, or whoever's listening. Um, life is painful. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And I and I think kind of what I'm gleaning from all this is, like, so if you're single and have never had sex, mm-hmm. there's probably some pain in that for you. Yeah. But, but I want to say, because that person doesn't know what it's like to have sex, I've had sex and there's been pain in that. And then there's Chris here who has waited to for marriage and had sex and there's pain in that. Um, so I guess, um, and then and and also yeah. in the single life, there's so many like very great redeeming aspects. Yeah. Right? And then I, I I feel like maybe maybe it comes off like I'm trying to be defensive, but maybe it's because I no say say whatever. But you I say feel it's like fine. in my um, in my sexuality. I feel like there's been, like, good redeeming aspects, too. And I think in Chris's sex life, so I think the point being is that if you're single uh, and you've never experienced this, though you, though in a very literal way, you're missing, or you're either, there's an experience that you haven't had or are not having, I would not say that there is a love, or I would not say that there is, like, this fullness of life Mm-hmm. that you're missing out on right yeah. there's just another experience that you haven't had just as yeah. there are, i don't have the experience of having been married um just yeah. as i also don't have the experience of um i don't know living in mexico for mm-hmm. two years like they're just experiences in life that when we have different ones and that that doesn't take away the fact that life is just painful yeah. and it doesn't take away the fact that life can be so joyful either yeah, I would say one thing I would say, looking at my back at my single life, mm-hmm. 
and seeing how I had a lot of fear to make any movements or mm, runs. Yeah. And so what I would say is like, like there's this thing of like waiting oh, when that special someone will come to me yeah. or waiting for a job or waiting for this. And I'm like, you know what? Just screw all those fears and just go after things. Yeah. Like don't do with fear because that's the yeah. thing that's stopping you. Because if you, if you do that now, when you get married, you're going to be the same old person. Yeah. Waiting for things. Yeah. And waiting will you be loved. No, chase after things. Like experience life the yeah. fullest, and and sometimes you gotta take chances. Sometimes you gotta break rules. Yeah. And I'm not saying all the rules you gotta break, but sometimes there is rules. Or I know for me, being raised from a certain Christian family, but there's a lot of Christian corrupted laws that were brought up. Yeah. Like don't do these things. Don't do these things. And because of it, I follow those things, and it got me nowhere. Yeah. You know. Um, it didn't bring you freedom. It didn't bring me freedom, you know? And like, I would say I finally experienced more freedom in the last couple of years. Like, right now I'm doing this, like, this brew, brewing my own beer. And uh, there was, like, this decision where I was like, man, I'm going to do something. Something, like, and just go all in. And so I don't know why, but I chose to brew beer. Yeah. And I like, literally went all in. I'm, I'm brewing once a week, putting these, little, these like, beer event parties. Um but I, I chose to do it, and there was, like, nobody... There's not a following people that are, like, my, my parents or people, like, brew beer, brew beer. Like, nobody's... Yeah. Anywhere I know is nobody's excited about brewing beer. <laughs> Nobody drinks beer of friends and family that I knew. Yeah. But I decided to do it, and I'm like, I don't care what people think. I'm just going to go all in. And then I experienced so much goodness and freedom, and I met all these cool people, this community yeah. of things. Because... In a you sense, in it. a sense, I've, I've experienced a lot of love from from God, from people, and it's because this thing of like, no, like, there's a God looking down at me and saying, Chris, you're becoming someone, someone not in these set of rules or these boxes, but you're becoming who you're meant to be. Instead of in my singleness, I just went in these boxes, mm-hmm. waiting for things to happen, yeah, waiting for like these like powerful moments of supernatural blessings or yeah that, like it's gonna change your life yeah and, and it never came yeah. and and i think that's that's the problem sometimes with being single and, and waiting for a, something to happen to change your life instead of just experiencing and taking chances and doing things that you know you would normally do yeah yeah, yeah. i'm really encouraged just to hear some of that stuff and having watched that change happen mm-hmm you know, you and Mariah both, like, have gone through things that are different than what you were doing before you were married, even, Yeah. you know? And I don't necessarily know if it's because you were married, but also because you're both going through that and deciding to, like, yeah. go for it and encourage each other. Tell you the truth, because I left church. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it, in a sense, it is true, but I, but I had to leave church. Like, there was a part of me that left church because I was like, is my relationship with God really real? Or is it just because of the surrounding of people that I'm around? Yeah. Like, is it because I was, I'm like, I've never, I've been in church my whole life. Yeah. And then I left it, and then I was like, no, God is someone who I want to follow, and he's someone who I truly believe in. And, yeah, and you need to make that decision on your own. Yeah. But I haven't been back to church just because, I don't know, I haven't found a church that just fits my mold. I'm shaking my head at your saying Wrong. <laughs> Heathen. So if you're a single person, don't go to church anymore <laughs> and experiencing life 
Doesn't say doesn't mean you have to have sex like Danny. The hoe. The hoe. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. I, mean, I don't want to be Oh my oh. god. For La Huerta. Gotta okay. get those hosts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, for the way to that. Yeah, exactly. But, but, and I'm saying, like, step, like, literally, I don't know. There's things where I felt like, for me, as a person, as a Christian who grew up in church my whole life, leaving church was the best thing for me at the time. Yeah. And yeah. certain things, if you have been in a certain box your whole life, maybe you just need to step out of it. Yeah, that's, I think that's a good way to like interpret that but say so you never dated one your whole life maybe you Kelly, should maybe you should date someone I've had one boyfriend Christopher yeah. well jeez you should have more come on dude <laughs> are maybe you, you should have you ten yeah are you asking whoa what? this Justin I'm, Kelly asked I, Danny out I just I just got, I just got yeah, really inspired I am by the speech okay I am single, I'm single. <laughs> well so this this is my complicated dating life I don't I honestly don't know I, apparently, I was always mixed up about what was, like, the word dating and the word um, going out. Mm-hmm. And, like, these were all, like, I can dating, say. Dating, I think, implies committed. Like, that's well, I, but like, when you're saying we are dating. Like, we are dating. Each we're other. going out. We're, like, going out. That's what I thought. But apparently, I was wrong. Oh. To who? I mean. All, everyone. They're like, no, dating just means, like, we went out. Yeah, well, but it's, that's in, what, it's in your secular it's, company. It's in my worldly hedonistic. Yeah. Um, I I guess yeah, I am technically single. <laughs> and so, therefore, would you? This is I, sorry. Date Kelly? I guess to explain is I have <laughs> had sex like within the past <laughs> several weeks. <laughs> so it's confusing because it's like there are these like relationships with like. But are they hookups? Are you? Are you? I've had sex in no, the last committed. couple weeks. They're not too. committed. Nice. Is that hookup? Actually, <laughs> I'm not trying to brag, but maybe I'm trying to brag. See the, see the like, the, the like, the gleam in his eyes. The like, I'm just being honest, but also like, I'm me- I'm really messed it's up. So meta, I'm so meta. Right? You are. It's freaky. I'm so meta. It's confusing. I'm not sure. Like, it's yeah, not really confusing yourself. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're confused. <laughs> yes, but yes, so I'm not confusing confused. myself. But yes, I am confused. <laughs> Kelly, Actually, any other thoughts? I want to hear. Yeah, I haven't heard from Kelly. I'm just soaking it in. I mean, yeah. I mean maybe like, more like a question. Can you ask me a question? Uh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Will someone ask Kelly a question? We want to give know. Kelly some air time. <laughs> Obviously, we're, we're we're talking about sex here, and you guys yeah. are single people. You're I'm assuming you guys are not wanting to be single for the rest of your life. You're looking for relationships. True. We're or... really hoping to get boyfriends from this podcast. So, so how are so you going to do that? How are we yeah. going to get boyfriends? Yeah. Actually. A 12-step plan. I'm going on a date tomorrow. Nice. Are you really? What? Yeah. I told you. I texted you this. Got it. Great. I know who you're going out with. I remember it. Yep. That's exciting. And I, and honestly, I'm going out on this date more because I don't go on dates. I think that's fair. I don't like that. You know? Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, I would like, I would really like to be married because I'm a really relational person. Yeah. I don't know that we've ever really talked. I mean, I guess we've mentioned it here and there. But just for your guys' ears, mm-hmm. I, I just, are you, trying, are you? Really oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm really relational. I feel like the thing that I like long for is partnership. So, so. Keep going. no, 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 I'm done. Because <laughs> I, I'm the one who has to edit these things. So okay. it's like, it's what's, so long. yeah. Okay. I had my answer like prepared. About why you have sex? 
Yeah, but why have sex? <laughs> why, if you want to be married. And I was, is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no. Like, well, that, and then you asked me how I was pursuing, like, relationships. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. opposite sex, obviously. Well, yeah. I have a question for you once you answer this. Okay. God. I know, it's three hours. It's just almost two. Baby. Okay, so I, like Bridget, I think you just said something really similar to this, where I'm just kind of like, I feel like, even probably because of this podcast, I feel like I'm in this place of like, yeah, like I'm like more like open to like dates or whatever. However, my experience with like dating apps has just been shit. Like I, Mm -hmm. I'm not like totally opposed to them, but I just need like, I'm like not interested in doing that like anytime soon right now Mm -hmm. just because it's been kind of like super not a great experience. So I also am not like Mm -hmm. a super big fan of like pursuing people. I know I just asked you out, but it was, like, a joke. Um, but no, like, really, I mean, I don't actually, like, I don't, like, enjoy, like, pursuing them, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, what I've been trying to do is, like, I feel like people always casually be like, oh, I know someone I could set you up with. Yeah. And normally I'm like, yeah, whatever, but now I'm like, do it. And no, it's like, no one's actually falling through. Don't know anybody? So I actually set some people up before. Set me up. Like, I'm down. Like, why are you, like... But I'm only going to say if someone you actually think would. Well, yeah. Don't be like, I know a guy, so I'll send you away. Yeah. Usually, people are like, oh, I know a single Christian guy in his 30s. And like... And really, they are lame. Yeah. All right, here's my question. Okay. Tell me, speak about um, the pain or the joy I'm just curious, as a virgin, yeah. and I've, I've been a virgin. Why are we asking this There's questions? this deep ache in my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's painful. Sorry. That's true. <laughs> you totally the same thing. That's what I said. That's what, Why do I have sex? Because there's this deep ache in my, <laughs> in my crotch. My crotch. <laughs> and I need to get rid of it. Oh man. From time I've to time. I've never That's seen Bridget you. lose it like this on a podcast. <laughs> because I'm like, it's just so, so I think funny. you're just so not. done with like being two hours in Guys, because this is my job. I know. This okay, is the thing I go all in. Let's wrap it up. Like really, like, let's emotional. wrap it up. We only hear about her. Well, you guys can talk about. You guys can, can even end the podcast. Say. Well, I. I'm, You're like, I already did. Keep, three minutes, you guys yeah. can keep talking, but what if I just stop recording? That's fine. You all right, wanna, let's, you just, let's just outro it. Or something in way, or? Um, Thank you so much for joining us tonight on our episode of Solidarity. As always, I'm Kelly, and this is Bridget, and this is Danny D, and this is. Chris G. <laughs> not your voice. I'm really proud of this episode. I hope you guys like it. I really want to thank you guys for being on it and for being willing to share stuff that is painful and hard. And I'm glad that we had alcohol here to get Danny for the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, follow us on Instagram at uh, Solidarity Podcast. Email us. Um, but feel free to reach out on this one especially. I think this is a really important episode, especially for a lot of our um, followers probably being in the Christian community. Yeah. And for us having, I think, very different perspectives, which is super important. So we'd love to hear some thoughts and feedback and just anything else that you guys might want to hear back, even from the guys or something. If you have any questions, I'm sure they'd be willing to. If you're listening to this and you're, all, this, all these emotions are rising up in you of like, how how could Kelly and Bridget let all these perspectives be on this? Well, that's what we set out to do. I just want to remind you, and it's okay. 
and it's it's not you know written in stone. We're not trying to like indoctrinate everyone with all of our separate beliefs. We just want more stories out there. So keep that in mind if you're getting a little fuming, and uh, go is, take a drink or something. If there are Christians out there who hate what I said, feel free. I'll just even say my beliefs are Christian fiction. I'm a Christian fictionist. So you can just even be like, no, he's not a Christian. Yeah, yeah, exactly, basically. Christian fiction. I just, I'll say if you have any questions, you can always message Danny (laughs) and I on Facebook about our experience. That's true. uh, Yeah, Chris Chris Grimes and Daniel De La Huerta. Three words, the last name, D-E space L-A space. H-U-E-R-T-A. All right, just email us and we'll pass along. Yeah, there you go. That's true. I'd love to share my experience. All right.